Hey, welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff, all in a hyper-caffeinated state. How you doing? How you doing? So before we begin, one, I'm going to apologize for any background noise. I am currently recording this episode while driving. So, because nothing but the best for everyone. Nothing but the best quality in sound. So hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully I don't get hit or pulled over. Either or. Or both. That would suck. Alright, anyway. So before we begin the episode, I'm going to once again ask for you guys to, uh, you know, like, review, rate, subscribe, and share this show so we can make the show grow. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is growth. So, yeah, I know, I know. I tied that in like a master podcaster. Man, sometimes I impress even myself. Anyway, now, I am a big proponent of certain things. CX, EX, CEX, stuff like that. And, well, what I want to talk about is something because I was uh, inspired. I was motivated. I was, dare I say, triggered from a two-day sales workshop that I just took, right? For plumbing companies, it was geared towards plumbers. I am not a plumber. You probably don't want me near your plumbing, especially after something from Chipotle. But it was sales training, so they went into, like, you know, how to... uh, build rapport and trust and everything else with the customer, which, you know, is right on my alley. That's, uh, that's CX right there. I, I love it. Right. But they also went into personal development, personal and professional development. And that got me to rethinking and it rekindled something in me. And this is something that I've noticed for a while. Right. And from the day the day I got my first call center job when I was 17 years old for a dial-up internet company doing retention while broadband and, you know, cable and DSL was just becoming a thing. All the training was focused on systems and scripts, right? This is what you do with this. This is what you do with that. This is how you say this. This is how you say that, right? But there was nothing about growth, either personally or professionally. It wasn't even mentioned. It wasn't even a thing. And yeah, I'm going back into the late 90s with this one for that. But again, you know, this stuff existed. Zig Ziglar was still alive, right? I mean, he didn't, he didn't kick the bucket until like 2012, right? Anyway, so, but there was nothing, nothing about it. And at all, offered and no matter what company I worked for, what client there was or whoever, right? Which is looking back at it a little weird. So I didn't even know this stuff existed until like, I don't know, I was in my early thirties, right? So because nobody around me and 
nobody I worked with and my employers never mentioned anything about it, never even said anything because I don't know why. Um, I don't know. I don't come from that stock. The most motivational thing I ever listened to before I discovered some of this stuff was Hatebreed, right? And other hardcore bands, but Hatebreed in particular, who is like a very, very, very hardcore Tony Robbins band, I guess. Best way to put it for someone who's never listened to Hatebreed in their life, right? So, yeah, and then, yeah, no call center training ever offers personal development or personal professional growth methods, anything like that. Not even goal setting, really, because your goals are already predetermined by whatever KPIs your company has you uh, meeting or beating, right? So no one ever talked about goal setting or, you know, anything like that. So, and I've been in like six-week call center training courses before, right? It was nothing but scripts and systems. Kind of boring. So... What would it look like if someone rolled personal development into call center training, right? And throughout coaching and everything else, just to develop people to be the best they can be if they chose, if they choose, right? You can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink, but at least you led them to the water so they don't die of thirst come on now so I don't know maybe some companies out there view call center agents and customer service people as disposable like they're not going to be here that long anyway why would we build them up why would we give them tools to leave us especially if they're going to leave anyway right and that's a good question that's a fair question why train people why train people up to a level they've never been before if they're just going to leave? Well, there's a famous uh, retort to that. It's like by Richard Branson or who, who knows? Who knows who it's by? Um, that says, well, what if you don't do that and they stay? Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's, some, that's some good stuff right there. <laughs> you know? So... There we go. What if we train them and they leave? Well, what if we don't train them and they stay? What if we put someone on the path to personal development and they take that and start their own business, right? Or use that to level up their skills so they can start a new career or pivot or become a manager or a director in another center. Oh no, what if they do? What if they do? Oh, no. The horror of that. Someone else's success because of something that you taught them. That is horrible. That is awful. That is downright sinful. Or maybe it's not. Maybe there's more than one reason to offer this stuff to your employees, no matter what level they are. I mean... Do you want a team of crop dusters or do you want a team of fighter jets? And yeah, 
<clears throat> I just ripped that straight off of Bedros Koulian. But he's right. There are two types of people. There are crop dusters and there are fighter jets. And use your imagination to think which one's better than the other. Right? They both have their purpose, right? But which one would you rather be? Would you rather be a crop duster? Or would you be or would you rather be a fighter jet? I know that I would like to be a fighter jet as opposed to a crop duster. And you know what? I'd rather be surrounded by other fighter jets, like let's say Top Gun, right? Than a group of crop dusters because, well, that's what I want to be and that's who I want to surround myself with. So, and if you can create a group, a team, an entire department, an entire company of fighter jets, I mean, think about the possibilities that would have on your bottom line, right? People who care, people who view themselves more as partners of the business than employees of the business, people who come with batteries included to steal a term that John Akoyan, founder of Ruder Hero Plumbing and Air, uses to describe the kind of people that he wants in his company. <clears throat> and not everybody is batteries included. A lot of people need to be recharged regularly or regularly. Again, if, if a word has like four syllables or more, my tongue and mouth does not like using it. So that's okay. I should speak more simply anyway, because my English, while not the best, is pretty good and it's getting gooder. So there we have that, right? But no, I think it would be a fantastic idea to start training personal development and start giving a crap about people's personal and professional growth inside your companies. Because, well, there's no reason not to. It's going to increase your bottom line, right? It might even reduce your turnover rate because you're actually giving a crap about people, right? And they'll want to stay on, right? As long as, you know, everything else is met, their hierarchy of needs, as it were. <coughs> and, you know, not only all that, but honestly, it's the right thing to do. Owners and owners of companies and C-level executives and directors and all these people, well, that's who most of the personal development space is geared towards, right? That's who, right? Entrepreneurs, CEOs, directors, everything else, that's who the target market for a lot of personal development, right? Books, seminars, videos, all that jazz. Right? I'm not talking about just motivational videos or posting up motivational quotes and posters and stuff because that stuff's garbage and people can see right through that. It's like, oh, shoot for the, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll be in the stars. When in reality, if you shoot for the moon and miss, you're going to be alone in the cold vacuum of space. Nobody wants that. And that quote is dumb. 
So anyway, anyway, I'm getting off topic there. But why not start caring about your employees enough to show them a path to a better future, right? Or how to how they can develop their skills and stack the skills they learn as a customer service agent to help them in their personal life, right? So, and all you have to do is roll it into your initial new hire training and then reiterate it every now and again, maybe in coachings, maybe in up trainings, right? Because I want to be around people who want to succeed. I want to be around people who are fighter jets, right? Who are partners, not employees, not crop dusters, but people who actually give a damn, not only about the company and their job and all that stuff, blah, 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 but who actually give a crap about their future and their own lives and trying to make their lives better. Because the more we make ourselves better, the better we can make the world. And let's face it, the world desperately needs that. And that's all I got for this episode of Caffeinated CX. And I'd love, I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this. Should we teach people, no matter what their role, some personal development stuff or set them on the right track to it? And if the answer to that is no, I want to know why. Because that seems such a like a weird thing to say no to that I'd really like to hear the reasoning. It's like saying you're not going to train someone. I don't know. So that's it. That's today's episode. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.